0: Welcome to Easter, everyone. Happy Easter. Happy
1: Easter.
0: Good. Uh, my name's Peter Caroline. I'm the minister here. If you're visiting today, welcome to church. Um, our, every Easter uh, that Mary Creek's had, which is, I think, our fifth Easter now, we like to um, do things a bit creatively. So that's why you can see things look, looking a bit different. If you're here on Friday, on Good Friday, you'll see... Um, What we had on Friday has now evolved into something else. This morning's service is going to feature uh, some music and reading and creativity like it did on Friday and a series of, of reflections. And our theme this morning is water. It's water. Now, why would we have water as our theme on Easter Day? Water features in the Bible in three main ways. It's a cosmic force that only God can control and govern. It's a source of life and it's a cleansing agent. And why are we thinking about it on Easter Day? Well, it, you'll see in most of the readings that we have today, water features. There's a, it's a feature of water. It's an image of creation. It's an image of salvation. Water is actually an image of order. It's, it's sometimes an image of chaos in the Bible, but it also can be an image of order, God's order. And water is also an image of abundance. So Easter Sunday is all about all of those things. So as we hear the readings this morning, reflect on the theme of water and how it flows throughout uh, the service, inviting us to respond to God's marvellous story of salvation through Jesus. So this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let's stand... And I'm going to say what you're waiting for me to say. Jesus is risen.
2: He is is risen risen indeed. indeed. Hallelujah.
0: Stay standing for this first reading. The Lord says,
3: Come, everyone who is thirsty. Here is water. Come, you that have no money. Buy corn and eat. Come, buy wine and milk. It will cost you nothing. Why spend your money on what does not satisfy? Why spend your wages and still be hungry? Listen to me and do what I say, and you will enjoy the best food of all. Listen now, my people, and come to me, and you will have life. I will make a lasting covenant with you and give you the blessings I promised David. I made him a leader and commander of nations. And through him, I showed them my power. Now you will summon foreign nations. At one time, they did not know you, but now they will come running to you. I, the Lord your God, the holy God of Israel, will make all this happen. I will give you honor and glory.
4: Turn to the Lord and pray to him now that he is near. Let the wicked leave their way of life and change their way of thinking. Let them turn to the Lord our God. He is merciful and quick to forgive.
3: For my thoughts are not like yours, and my ways are different from yours. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways and thoughts above yours. My word is like the snow and rain that come down from the sky to water the earth. They make crops grow and provide seed for the sowing and food to eat. So also will be the word that I speak. It will not fail to do what I plan for it. It will do everything I send it to do.:
4: This
2: is the word of the Lord. Thanks: Thanks. You, God. Brightness of God's glory, whom death could not conquer, nor the tomb imprison. As you have shared our frailty in human flesh. Help us to share your immortality in the spirit. Let no shadow of the grave terrify us and no fear of darkness turn our hearts from you. Reveal yourself to us this day and all our days as the first and the last, the living one, our immortal savior and Lord. Amen.
0: So water is at the very beginning of creation, of the creation story in the Bible in Genesis. And we read this story today on Easter Day because the Genesis creation story is the first great act of creation. But the resurrection of Jesus is the second great act of creation. And we have faith and hope that one day God will also raise us who believe in him into our resurrection bodies as well. So let's think a bit about water and creation. In Genesis 1, water represents the primordial soup, the chaos from which God will bring life. Listen to the first two verses of the Bible again. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering hovering over the waters. So water was important. It was important to the thinking, the cosmology of the ancient world. God continues to have oversight of this created order. And this is expressed in the Bible in terms of his mastery over the water. By the words that he speaks, he speaks and the water responds. So when God creates a world, the animals, the fish, the life comes out of the water. While storms will whip up and appear to threaten the cosmic order... God himself stays the Lord of the storm. With all the elements of nature, water in particular, stay firmly under his control. In the story of Noah, God brings judgment, but then he brings a new creation with that same water. The ancient people believed there was a great reservoir of primal water beneath the earth and above the earth. The water below the ground, it was a reservoir for blessing, so you see in the Bible, Jacob blesses his sons on his deathbed and then he assures Joseph, his, his son, is of the blessings of the deep that lies beneath. This is the same springs of water that fill the fountain of Eden's garden.
5: In the beginning, when God created the universe, the earth was formless and desolate. The raging ocean that covered everything was engulfed in total darkness, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Then God commanded,
1: Let there be light.
5: And light appeared. God was pleased with what he saw. He separated the light from the darkness, and he named the light, Day. And the darkness, Night. Evening passed and morning came. That was the first day. Then God commanded,
1: Let there be a dome to divide the water and to keep it in two separate places.
5: And it was done. God made a dome and separated the water under it from the water above it. He named the dome Sky. Evening passed and morning came. That was the second day. Then God commanded,
1: Let the water below the sky come together in one place, so land will appear.
5: And it was done. He named the dry ground, Earth, and the water which had come together he named, Sea. And God was pleased with what he saw. Then he commanded,
1: Let the earth produce all kinds of plants, those that bear grain and those that bear fruit.
5: And it was done. The earth produced all kinds of plants, and God was pleased with what he saw. Evening passed, and morning came. That was the third day. Then God commanded,
1: Let lights appear in the sky to separate the night from the day, and to show the time when days, years, and religious festivals begin. They will shine in the sky to give light to the earth.
5: And it was done. God made the two larger lights, the sun to rule over the day and the moon to rule over the night. He also made the stars. He placed the lights in the sky to shine on the earth, to rule over the day and the night and to separate light from darkness. And God was pleased with what he saw. Evening passed and morning came. That was the fourth day. Then... God commanded,
1: Let the water be filled with many kinds of living beings, and let the air be filled with birds.
5: So God created the great sea monsters, all kinds of creatures that live in the water, and all kinds of birds. And God was pleased with what he saw. He blessed them all, and told the creatures that live in the water to reproduce, and to fill the sea. And he told the birds to increase in number, Evening passed and morning came. That was the fifth day. Then God commanded,
1: Let the earth produce all kinds of animal life, domestic and wild, large and small.
5: And it was done. God made them all, and he was pleased with what he saw. Then God said,
1: And now we will make human beings. They will be like us and resemble us. They will have power over the fish, the birds, and all the animals, domestic and wild, large and small.
5: So God created human beings, making them to be like himself. He created them male and female, blessed them, and said,
1: Have many children, so that your descendants will live all over the earth, and subdue it. I am putting you in charge of the fish, the birds, and the animals. I've provided all kinds of green and all kinds of fruit for you to eat. But for all the wild animals and for the birds, I have provided grass and leafy plants for
0: food.
5: And it was done. God looked at everything he had made and he was very pleased. Evening passed and morning came. That was the sixth day. And so the whole universe was completed. By the seventh day, God finished what he had been doing and stopped working. He blessed the seventh day and set it apart as a special day and he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. And this is how the universe was created. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: Almighty God, who through your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, overcame death, And open to us the gate of everlasting life. Grant that we who celebrate with joy the day of the Lord's resurrection may be raised from the death of sin by your life-giving Spirit. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
0: So we're about to read out Psalm 46 and this is a psalm commonly read out at Easter. And as we read out this psalm, notice that there's two themes that come through that relate to water. That is the the theme of judgment and also the theme of blessing. And this is kind of like the two opposing themes that come together in the whole Easter weekend. On Good Friday, the theme of judgment, and on Easter Sunday, the theme of blessing. We see these two images of judgment and blessing in baptism as well, don't we, when you think of the person going under the water and coming out the other side—it's like their the judgment uh, uh, for our sins is being washed away, and we come out the other side as a blessed person. So water can be a blessing. Remember Jesus' words about the Father's gracious supply of rain. God generally blesses the whole world. He He causes His Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Sometimes in the Old Testament, God judges his people by withholding rain. A famous story about water and judgment is uh, the Jonah story. Jonah describes from the whale's belly how the waters have closed in over his head. The deep surrounded me, he says. Weeds were wrapped around my head at the roots of the mountains. Jonah experiences a kind of a death inside the whale's belly. So, in our psalm this morning, we get water as judgment, but also blessing. As the earthquakes and the mountains fall into the sea, the waters rage and foam. They are in chaos. But they, then the, the foamy waters change into a river of life, and its streams make glad the city of God. God is joyful, He dwells in the middle of this city. The earthquakes and the trembling cease. And even though the people might continue to feel a bit worried and nervous, the creation is now calm. If you remember back to the Good Friday story on Good Friday, the creation trembled. The, st- the sky went black. The moon turned to the colour of bla- blood. The, um, the rocks cracked open. Dead bodies came out of the grave. But on Easter Sunday, the people are still worried on Sunday morning, on the Easter morning, when they haven't found out about Jesus rising from the dead yet, they're trembling. But the Easter story begins in a, in a garden, doesn't it? It's like the creation is peaceful. So in this, um, the images of water begin in chaos and end with the rivers um, of life. The presence of God is here.
6: God is our refuge and strength and And ever-present help help in trouble. trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though
1: Though the earth should shake,
4: though the mountains fall into the sea, though
1: though the waters waters surge and foam, though
4: though
3: the mountains shake and roar,
6: the the Lord Almighty is with us, us. the The God God of of Jacob Jacob is our our fortress. fortress. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells.
1: God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her
6: at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. God lifts his voice, the earth melts away.
1: The Lord Almighty is with us. The
3: God of Jacob is our fortress.
6: Come and see what the Lord has done, his devastation on the earth. He stops the wars throughout the world. He breaks the bow
3: and shatters
6: the spear. He sets the shield on fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted over the nations. I will be exalted over the earth. The The Lord Lord Almighty Almighty is with us.
0: The The God God of of Jacob Jacob is our fortress. fortress. In this uh, next Easter reading, we're going to have the theme of water and salvation. It's a reading from Exodus. And it's a very famous story of the Red Sea being parted with God, um, using Moses um, to part the Red Sea. And uh, the Israelites flee from the Egyptian army and are saved. And this event is going to become an important event for our Christian understanding of baptism, where we give thanks to God that through the waters of the Red Sea, he led his people through um, out of slavery into freedom And brought them through the river Jordan to a new life in the land of promise. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10, For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud, and that they all passed through the sea. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them. And that rock was Christ." So Paul is saying the Israelites received a blessing of salvation from God through Moses when they crossed the Red Sea, and it was a kind of a baptism. They passed through a cloud and passed through the sea, and in the same way Christians receive an even greater salvation from God through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ when we pass through the waters of baptism.
6: When the Israelites saw the king and his army marching against them, they were terrified, and they cried out to the Lord for help.
1: Weren't there any graves in Egypt? Did you have to bring us out here in the desert to die?
3: Look what you've done by bringing us out of Egypt. We told you this would happen.
1: We told you to leave us alone and let us go on being slaves of the Egyptians. It would be better to be slaves there today than to die here
4: in the desert. Moses answered, Do not be afraid. Stand your ground and you'll see what the Lord will do to save you today. You'll never see those Egyptians again. The Lord will fight for you and all you have to do is keep still.
6: The Lord said to Moses,
5: Why are you crying out for help? Tell the people to move forward. Lift up your stick and hold it out over the sea. The water will divide And the Israelites will be able to walk through the sea on dry ground. I will make the Egyptians so stubborn that they will go in after them. And I will gain honour by my victory over the king, his army, his chariots and his drivers. When I defeat them, the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord.
6: Moses held out his hand over the sea and the Lord now drove the sea back. With a strong east wind it blew all night and turned the sea into dry land. The water was divided and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with walls of water on both sides. The Egyptians pursued them and went after them into the sea with all their horses and chariots and drivers. And just before dawn the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptian army and threw them into a panic. He made the wheels of their chariots get stuck so that they moved with great difficulty. The Egyptians said,
3: The Lord is fighting for the Israelites against us. Let's get out of here.
6: The Lord said to Moses,
3: Hold out your hand over
5: the sea and the water will come back over the Egyptians and their chariots and drivers.
6: So Moses held out his hand over the sea and at daybreak the water returned to its normal level. The Egyptians tried to escape from the water But the Lord threw them into the sea. The water returned and covered the chariots, the drivers and all the Egyptian army that had followed the Israelites into the sea. And not one of them was left. But the Israelites had walked through the sea on dry ground with walls of water on both sides. On that day, the Lord saved the people of Israel from the Egyptians and the Israelites saw them lying dead on the seashore. And when the Israelites saw the great power with which the Lord had defeated the Egyptians, they stood in awe of the Lord and they had faith in the Lord and in his servant Moses. And then Miriam, the prophet, Aaron's sister, took a timbrel in her hand and all the women followed her with timbrels and dancing. And Miriam sang to them this song. This is
0: the word of the Lord. We're going to have our Luke reading now.
3: Very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb, carrying the spices they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the entrance of the tomb. So they went in, but they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. They stood there puzzled about this when suddenly two men in bright shining clothes stood by them. Full of fear, the women bowed down to the
4: ground as the men said to them, Why are you looking among the dead for one who is alive?
1: He is not here, he has been raised.
4: Remember what he said to you while he was in Galilee.
1: The Son of Man must be handed over to sinful men and be crucified.
4: And after three days, rise to life. Then the women remembered
3: his words returned from the tomb and told all these things to the 11 disciples and all the rest. The women were Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary, the mother of James. They and the other women with them told these things to the apostles. But the apostles thought that what the women said was nonsense and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb. He bent down and saw the linen wrappings, but nothing else. Then he went back home amazed at what had happened.
1: This is the word of the Lord.
3: Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Don't you know that all of us who were baptised into Christ Jesus were baptised into his death?
6: By our baptism we were buried with him and shared his death, so that just as Christ was raised from death by the glorious power of the Father, we might live a new life.
3: And if we've been unified with him in death, we will certainly also be unified with him in his resurrection from the dead.
6: For our old self has been put to death with Christ on his cross, so that our bodies ruled by sin might be done away with. We should no longer be slaves of sin, for when we die, we are set free from the power of sin.
3: We know that Christ has been raised from death, And will never die again. Death will no longer rule over him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death will no longer rule over him. He died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God.
6: In the same way, you are to think of yourselves as dead, so far as sin is concerned, but alive to God in Christ Jesus This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God.
0: So we now uh, invite you to reflect with the bowls of water we have here. I invite you to come to wash your hands in the water and to do it not as an act of confession, uh, not to ask for forgiveness, but to do it as a reminder of what's already been done for you by Jesus. A reminder of how you stand before God, how we stand before God. Our sins are washed away. That's what Easter Day is celebrating. We are made clean for all time. So take a moment, come to the water, come forward um, and give thanks to God. And if you find yourself struggling to do that, if you find yourself struggling to, to see yourself as clean, as made new, then use this as an opportunity um, to reflect before God and, and pray that you can see yourself as clean and pure and made new. See yourself the way God sees you. I invite you to come forward. So here we ha- are now at our last reading. And the resurrected Jesus will appear at the water as his disciples are fishing. Jesus prepares a charcoal fire on the shore and instructs them to cast their net out on the right side of the boat and the heavy catch that they get it practically breaks the net here the sea is associated with abundance it's what we're looking at now water and abundance it's not destruction and chaos anymore it's more than a blessing it's an it's abundance and the risen christ knows this and is free to give out the abundance in the Gospel of John, Jesus is depicted as the wellspring of life. He's the wellspring of goodness. So it makes sense that the resurrected Jesus is going to provide a resurrection breakfast in the way that he does.
5: Jesus appeared once more to his disciples at Lake Tiberius. This is how it happened. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel, the one from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee and two other disciples of Jesus were all together. Simon Peter said to the others,
1: I'm going fishing.
6: We're coming
5: with you. So they went out in a boat, but all that night they did not catch a thing. As the sun was rising, Jesus stood at the water's edge, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus.
4: Young man, haven't you caught anything? Not a thing. Nothing. Throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will catch some.
5: So they threw the net out and could not pull it back in because they had caught so many fish. The disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Peter heard that it was the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken his clothes off. And jumped into the water. The other disciples came to shore in the boat, pulling the net full of fish. They were not very far from land, about a hundred yards away. When they stepped ashore, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish on it and some bread.
4: Bring some of the fish you've just caught.
5: Simon Peter went aboard and dragged the net ashore, full of big fish, 153 in all. Even though there were so many, still the net did not tear.
4: Come and eat.
5: None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. So Jesus went over, took the bread, and gave it to them. He did the same with the fish. This then was the third time Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from death. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: I invite you to walk out and you'll see at the door um, a great feast table. So stand around the table with me.